something di- different because it grew bigger up quick. If I if it gets to the point where I can't do it anymore, where I have to do it in some sort of weird way, mm. where I, I you know I walk on eggshells, yeah. and mind my piece and cues, oh, f- that. Okay, so Joe Rogan, I will quit Spotify if I have to walk on eggshells. So let's get right into the story. The hugely popular and hugely controversial podcast host is threatening to quit the music streaming giant, leaving their $200 million deal on the table. During a recent episode of the Joe Rogan podcast, the former mixed martial arts commentator, which, um... I don't really understand why they say the former, former mixed martial arts commentator. He still does it. Like, I I don't really understand that. So he got into a conversation with an MMA fighter, Josh Barnett, about the cutthroat podcast industry ring. I will quit if it gets to a point that I can't do it anymore, where I have to do it in some sort of weird way, where I walk on eggshells and mind my P's and Q's, F that, Rogan said. Referring to recent headlines spawned by his problematic banter from using the N-word to spreading COVID-19 misinformation, Rogan54 described his fear of being picked apart by the public for every little thing. There's more people pouring over it, but it's the same thing. I do it the same way, Rogan told the 44-year-old heavyweight. If I become something different because it grew bigger, I will quit, he concluded. Rogan's first sign with the streaming music platform in 2020 for allegedly $100 million. With still about a year left to complete the contract, the deal has already since doubled in valuation. And again, like, this sort of, like, reporting done on this article is kind of, like, there's a lot of messed up wording in this article, right? For example, no one actually knew what Rogan's contract was until it got basically leaked earlier this year, I believe. And it was leaked that it was basically $200 million, right? People only assumed that it was $100 million. Like, these news companies assumed that his original deal was $100 million. So I really don't like the wording that they did this. So his troubling pandemic rhetoric culminated recently when a group of 270 doctors, it was not 270 doctors, only some of them were doctors, and healthcare experts called Rogan a menace to public health in an open letter to Spotify. Their signed warning couldn't move the app to act, so musician activist Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, David Crosby, Stephen Stills, and Niels Lofgren did announcing a boycott of the platform, even though they basically didn't really do anything. Spotify has since slapped a content advisory on some of Rogan's episodes containing questionable discussion of COVID-19. And here's the thing, it's not even questionable discussion, it's any discussion of COVID-19, they are labeling it. So during yet another public review, it also removed 113 episodes of the Joe Rogan experience. Now here's the thing, according to Joe, he decided that these episodes would be removed. 
So namely those featuring interviews with far-right pundits such as Milo Yiannopoulos and Proud Boys associate Gavin McInnes. But there's also people on the left, people on the middle. So again, like the wording of this article is just like kind of off-putting. So in the meantime, his critics have indeed have time to dredge up even more troubling comments from Rogan's past, including the use of the N-word, for which he promptly apologized upon re-reveal, calling it the most regretful and shameful thing I've ever had to talk about publicly. Now here's the thing too. For anyone who ended up actually looking at the source podcast of all these clips of him saying the N-word, they were either him reading something verbatim, him reading something in context, or him basically making a joke, well, not really a joke about something, but basically saying, like, you can't really say these words, that kind of thing, right? Like, the problem that I see a lot with when it comes down to Joe Rogan is that there's so many news companies that attack him and not provide any context, like not actual factual context. It looks effing horrible even to me, Rogan said, acknowledging his reputation for shocking statements. By the way, that clip montage, those clips of him saying that word, has been out there for years. I know that to most people, there's no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast, and I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years. So during Tuesday's episode, Rogan said his job requires sincerity. Without it, this show doesn't have any success. Barnett urged his friend and former colleague to keep having difficult conversations. It resonates with people because they're so starving for that. And here's the thing, right? Like the the reality is that there's so many people that are so scared to say so many different things on so many different like news websites or even just in public settings that they are actually afraid for their job. They're afraid of their income. They're afraid of them potentially losing their like livelihood just if they say something that might not fit whatever narrative is going on. And it's really depressing to actually see. Because the funny thing is, right, if you were to have ever listened or watched the Joe Rogan podcast, any one of his episodes, like just listen to any one of his episodes for the full length, you're going to agree with some of the things that he says. You're going to disagree with some of the things he says. You're going to think he's pretty smart in some areas. And then you're going to be like, oh, you're kind of like a moron in others, right? But you're going to come out with it saying like, oh, he's just another human being. Like, that's what you're going to get when you end up listening to his uh, podcast or watching it. And that's the reality with, like, everyone in this world. Guess what? We're all humans, and that's the reality of us being the human race. So here's some of the comments on this article. Don't change a thing. The only reason I listen to you is because you give two sides of the coin. Without that, there's no need. Love JR, I will quit Spotify as well. Only reason I started a membership. 
My criticism is with the post saying JR is spreading COVID misinformation. Why do you perpetuate the misinformation that Joe is spreading misinformation? Joe is giving his point on view on his opinion, and so are his guests. In fact, there is no hard and clear information on COVID. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, uh, let's see. Cats out of the bag, the truth of the fraudulent election and deadly vax. He didn't spread... Look at what Howard Stern has become as an example. What can go wrong when you bend to wokeness? Joe is great. Go, Joe. Stand up. You're a fighter. Punch to the bell. Rumble, 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 go to rumble, Joe. You can say whatever you want without censorship. You have a home at rumble, Mr. Rogan. I don't know if he was specifically referring to Spotify with these statements. More just generally culture and nonsense that goes on in the world. God bless Joe Rogan. You go, Joe. Fire up another one. Quit and leave millions of dollars on the table? Nah. He can get those millions back tomorrow from someone else, and he knows it. Do you know who will give them back? Well, I mean, Rumble offered him the $100 million thing. But here's the thing that people also don't really understand, right? The reality of Joe Rogan's position is that he makes a disgusting amount of money in so many different ways, right? He makes money from his contract with Spotify. He makes money from his ad reads on his podcast. He makes money providing, you know, products on his own website. He makes money from Onnit, where he is a part owner of, right? Like, let's actually just do like a little quick research, right? How does Joe Rogan make money? Just so that people could actually understand this. Because I don't think people really understand just how financially secure Joe Rogan actually it. Let's see. For the tickets. Each. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, no, I guess one ticket for $46 each. Now, that's interesting. Okay. How much does this seat? Uh, uh, I don't really see. Let's see. About comedy specials. And the thing is, he has actually a lot of comedy specials. JRE podcast. Let's see, about... Mm. I don't really see anything. I was kind of hoping to see something like dealing with like media in terms of like advertising and all that kind of stuff, but the, the reality is, right, let's just assume because there have been talks that potentially he gets on average like 10 million podcast views, downloads per episode on average. So you could pretty much just say like he probably gets over 100 million to 200 million like downloads, whatever, per month, right? The amount of revenue that could potentially be generated by those amount of listeners is insane, right? And here's the thing that people don't understand about podcasting as well. 
When it comes down to podcasting, due to its style of extremely long-form content, the amount of rapport that you build up with your listeners is massive, right? Because basically you end up building like this long-term relationship with someone with like the, you know, the host of the show and they trust you and they trust what you say, right? So if he like promotes a product from a company or his own products, right? The amount of money, or I should say the amount of people that listen to it, that hear the pitch, that ends up com- converting is more powerful than any sort of like ad that you see online or on TV or anything, right? Because think of it. How many times has someone that you basically been in a relationship with or someone that you trust, like your mom, your dad, your sibling, recommended something to you and you actually did it, right? You actually bought that item or you checked out that movie, or you checked out that TV show, right? Or you checked out that special, or you tried that one drink, oh, all that kind of stuff. Or you checked out like a club if you went to a club. You're more than likely always going to try it out at least once, right? So the power of his podcast and the amount of money that it can actually generate is immense and that's something to really understand like he doesn't need spotify he doesn't need any sort of any platform as long as he's able to get his episodes out to listeners they will listen to him regardless of where it is right because he has a lot of people listening to it by the way if you want to learn how to get a debt go to 40inbox.com